Brandon. Ah, hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Welcome, everyone, to this week's episode of The Rioters Block. This week, we'll be talking about biographies. My name is Brandon Morehouse. And I'm Jake Flukiger. And let's get this started. Yeah. So, Jake, how's your week been? Um, this week has been interesting and busy and I'm tired and I am trying to get over being sick. So if my voice is funny, that is why. Well, I have my theory why you're sick. Why am I sick, Brandon? Because you're like, you're working in a school and it's just full of germs and infestation. It's, it's just, you've been infected. Don't worry. Your body will get over it. It will. It'll, it'll build up. (laughs) It'll build up, right? Your immunity will build up. How is your week, Brandon? Uh, uh, it's not. It's been busy. I've been super busy this week, and I'm just really tired. We, <laughs> like, I, I was, I was looking. I was like halfway through my shift at work. And I was looking in the mirror, like I was washing my hands from the in the restroom, and I looked in the mirror. I was like, "Girl, you got some bags underneath your eyes. You're tired today." <laughs> I. Don't think you look tired when we talk. Um, but I, I can totally tell that you feel tired. I'm I'm tired. Um, welcome to all of our listeners out there. If you'd like to join in on this discussion, we, Jake, we forgot to do this. Please hit that microphone button in the bottom right corner, left corner. I don't know. It's somewhere on the bottom of your, your phone. If you're listening back to this on one of those beautiful Spotify, iHeartRadio, Podbean apps, Please give us a like and a follow so you get notification when there's new episodes that are posted. Yep. Right, follow Jake? us on podbean.com. Yes, yes. And Jake. Yes. We are halfway through season two. Are you serious? Yes. We're halfway through. No. Which is crazy. There's no which way. Which is completely crazy. To th- yes, I was doing some stuff today for the show and I was like, we're halfway through the season already. That's impossible. We just barely started. That's no, we started in August. First of well, all, well, it seems like we just barely started. Yes, it does. It does. So, for those of you that are new to the show, welcome. We're going to be talking biographies this week. Uh, Jake's not happy about this episode, but he wasn't happy about last week's episode, and I was really happy with how last week's. I was happy with how it turned out. I just wasn't sure how it was. It was a really lively discussion. It really was. It was a good episode. But before we go into that, we have to do our normal thing. Every week, Jake and I bounce back and forth on a topic that the other one knows nothing about. Um, just to catch each other off guard. Okay, so Jake, it's my week this week. It is your. It is your week. It is your week. Is my week. Is my week. So there's this new video floating around the internet. Okay. And it's of this couple on a train in Colorado. Okay. So kind of between the two of us, right? So they're on this train, and in the distance, they see something moving in the woods. And it's not like a woody area, but it's like, it's that woody area where there's still like small trees. It's like edge of the forest. Okay. Right. There's a lot of tall grass, and there's stuff moving, like, rocks, and it's Colorado, so there's stuff moving around. But they see, like, Bigfoot. What? Like, they have a video of Bigfoot, and he's walking, and he matches the surroundings very well. Like, 
at one point he stops and he moves down. He sits down and he blends in with the grass perfectly. Like you can't see him. That's cool. So my question, my question is, what's your favorite Disney movie? <laughs> that had nothing to do with that. <laughs> I know I had to throw you off, but that video is circling circulating. I thought it was interesting, but I want to know what your favorite Disney movie is. Um, okay. Um, favorite Disney movie is probably going to have to be Hercules. Oh, yes. Because I love the music. Just, it's it's wonderful. I just I just did Chef's Kiss. That is such a great movie. Under, underrated, underappreciated movie. Um, and I also love The Emperor's New Groove. Just because it's so quotable. Brandon, what about you? I mean, mine's pretty easy. The Lion King, the original. Well, yeah, not but the you're right. It is not the easy. Remake. I mean, I have a Lion King tattoo for those of you that don't know. In fact, I have a Lion King quote on my wall. Like, I have. Art- Do you yeah. also have art artwork? And I actually, I well, yeah, I've got that, and then I have a part of the film. I bought part of the film. Yep, he's a little bit obsessed. Yeah, a little bit. Just a little Anyways. bit. Um, <laughs> going back to your what Bigfoot thing. Yeah, I was going to say, let's go back to that for just a second. Because I feel like we did talk about it at one point for briefly in one of the episodes. But we can go back to it. Okay, so, Brandon, if you had to pick yes. a monster, so to speak, that you would want to meet in real life, what monster would that be mine would be the bear lake monster okay so what's the bear lake it's monster? basically like nessie but for bear lake that's here in utah oh okay i that's a tough one because there's so many that i would i would i would want to but i feel like bigfoot has always kind of been like my favorite i find that one the most plausible okay okay because there's a lot of like suggestive evidence that suggests that there is something there. Now everyone's always like, "Oh, those people are kind of kooks and blah blah blah." And I'm like, "Well, if you look back, th- there's a lot of evidence that su- points in the direction that there is something. It may not be what we imagine it, but it always it always makes me laugh when pe- when scientists or whoever are like, "Well, Bigfoot couldn't live off of whatever. Like, they, there's not a food." I'm like, "Yeah, but you don't know what they're." metabolism and what their body needs because it's a animal we've never discovered so you can't you're giving it a definition of what you need what it needs by our known standards yeah there might be something in their body that doesn't require them to do it like a bear i think a bear doesn't have to eat when it hibernates because it regenerates protein out of its poop yeah and it doesn't it doesn't poop when it so it's like hmm there might be something like we we need to have a more thorough understanding. I'm just through ancient, I shouldn't say ancient, but through like Native American yeah. cultures and even uh, Western Asian cultures. There's this kind of common thread of like a man ape sort of a thing. So I think that is just some validity behind it. And mo- like a lot of Canada is not populated. Like that's a huge, huge space up there of. Un, I don't want to say unpopulated, but it, but like not commonly 
traversed human areas. Yeah. Does that make sense? No, I, to- I totally get what you're saying. Absolutely. And animals are smart. I mean, people think they're dumb, but animals are smart. They, they a lot of them know to avoid humans. Yeah. They know that. They do know that. So don't, don't yeah. be dumb. Can you, can you hear those sirens? Uh, yeah. Can, can you okay, hear my well, dog? We're gonna shut my window. No, we're gonna shut my window. Jeez, Brandon, ruining our show. They're coming to. They're coming to get me. There's five thousand dollars in hundred dollar bills underneath the mattress in my. Okay, bed. good to know. Okay, we'll catch you later. <laughs> okay, so let's let's get on with the show. Jake, yes. Let's talk biography. All right, let's talk biography. What is what what is a biography? Um, a biography. I'm gonna I'm gonna mute for a second while they go. Oh, they're gone. Okay. Yeah. So, um, a biography is basically a story of somebody's life told by somebody else. Okay. What is an autobiography? Well, that would be just the opposite. That is a story of somebody's life told by themselves. And then, what is a memoir? Ooh. I guess I don't know the difference. Uh, see, that's, I thought of that today, and I was like, that's a really good question. That is a really good question. And if anybody has the answers to these, please jump on. I'm not looking them up, them, them up right now, and I really doubt Jake is, too. Um, Kathleen has requested, and M has requested. Oh, everyone's, everyone's, everyone's jumping on right now. Um, so, okay, so a biography is somebody else writing it. Now, is it common to kind of, like, it has to be speci- like it has to be specific, but like if someone's interviewing me for a biography, okay, right, is it like I'm just telling you and you're just taking me for my word, or is there like research behind it of what actually happened? Well, the, I think a lot of that depends on whether the person is still living or not. Um. Obviously, you would need to do a lot of research for to do a biography on somebody who has already passed away. Um, But I feel like as much there would be much less research for somebody who is still alive that you can interview. So that's my take on it. Is that the correct answer? I don't know. I have no idea. Oh, well, geez. You're you're the smart one. I don't. Do. I'm the I don't think that that is how this works. <laughs> I go to you for questions. Well, like, I'm gonna go to what is? I'm gonna go to Kathleen for erotica. Like, what Kathleen's gonna give us like, an answer on what a memoir is. Hello. Hi. Hello, Kathleen. I'm sorry I've missed you the past few weeks, but I had other commitments, and I was so glad they canceled those commitments. Yay! We're so glad to have you back. That's okay. (laughs) We record these, and you can always listen to I do. I do. Um, So, uh, memoir, uh, well, like the autobiography, uh, you would tell the story sort of of your whole life. Um kind of beginning to wherever you are at. And a memoir is a collection of of parts of your life that you put into the memoir. Like, for example, with my book, I took and I wrote about uh, what happened to me when I was a child. 
until the first part of the book is about the sexual assaults that went on during that time in my life. And then I jumped like 13 years or however many years. And I went to when I began the healing um, of my life and how I got through it. And it brought me right up to my current age. So people take parts of their life that they really want to talk about. And that's the memoir is it's not your whole life. Like I have probably another memoir in me that wants to talk about that big period in between um, the trauma and the healing. There's a whole lot of stories and the whys and wherefores of me uh, before healing, you know, so there's, that could be another memoir. Okay. So a memoir is kind of like, a focused version, yes. like we're going to talk yep. about this. Okay, yeah. that's that makes yeah. sense. Now, maybe you will know this one too, Kathleen. Mm-hmm. Can a memoir be a shorter set time period of your life? And then on the opposite side, can like you're describing like a memoir being like kind of a theme that goes throughout your life? So you're telling stories related to that theme. But can it also be like, uh, like let's say, my years at college or something? Oh my God, Jake! I was thinking my years at high school. <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love it. I think as long as, um, I because I read a lot of memoirs, and you like to know where they end up. Like, um, like if I cut off the last uh, few chapters of my book, people would have been pissed. You yeah. Know? So there has to be some sort of uh, connection and resolve, I think, at the end of your memoir to tie it all together. Okay. Um, well, I think with a memoir, like you, you're looking back on it, right? right? So there's there is some sort of like, closure quote-unquote where it's like well yeah this is what happened and i'm thinking like a more a darker tone where it's like yeah this was my memoir of me when i was kidnapped or yeah. whatever mm-hmm. and like that's kind of i now like that last chapter like i'm sitting back thinking about this or whatever and it's, it's i i would think it's more more out of that specific moment when where you're telling the story yeah if that makes sense. It can be, uh, I mean, by definition, it's, it said um, uh, the author can take parts of their life and describe them, you know, with, yeah, with okay. story, you know, you, how you just tell your stories of your life, but it doesn't have to be your whole life. It, it's just parts of your life. Like um, I read this one memoirist and she's written like three different memoirs um, oh, wow. and wow. each very very interesting but still kind of about uh her family and where she came from and uh the problem within her family um and then she goes to a different time in her life and she wrote about that too and both very interesting those are, i just read two out of the three 
Um, okay. So it doesn't have to be your whole life. Like an autobiography would kind of be your whole life. Okay. That's how, that's how I interpreted okay. it. And, and then the biography okay. is like somebody writing your story for you. Or not for you, but about you. About you, yeah. Absolutely. Um, so, Brandon. Jake. Do you know any biographies or have you no. read any biographies? <laughs> no, I'm not a big... I, I can't say I'm not a big one because I've never read any. Um, but it's, I think it's, it's hard for me because it's like, I, there's not, I would need to find that person. And, and I hate saying this because it's, it sounds mean, but it's not meant to like, is your life story interesting enough where I can be engaged all the way through this? Or like, like if it's a memoir, is that event in your life going to be interesting enough for me mm -hmm. to follow that from beginning to end? I think that's that's hard for people um, to not. I don't want to say connect with, but I think it's like like if I were to read one, I don't know who I would read it on. Like probably H.G. Wells would be a really good one for yep. me to read because I I love his writing and I think he influences my writing a lot. Um, it's just, you have to find somebody or an event in their life that you find interesting enough to want to know more about and know their perspective. Yeah. Of it. And for example, like, um, I read, um, Randy Carlyle's, uh, a memoir, uh, kind of country rock, uh, musician. I don't know if you know her, Yeah. but, uh, love, love, love her music. So I read her memoir when it came back, but I actually chose to listen to it on Audible because at the end of each chapter, she sang and played an acapella or with her guitar. So there was music at the end of each chapter. Oh, wow. Oh. And the story was so wonderful from uh, all the, she had a lot of different things to read about, like, I could not put this down. And I was so glad that I had chosen uh, to get the Audible. And then I did get the, the book also, just because I felt like I had to have it for a keepsake, because that was like one of my favorites, mm -hmm. you know? And, and then I'm also very interested in yoga. So uh, Sean Korn is, um, you know, world-renowned uh, yoga teacher and, um, in her story, there were so many similarities to uh, my life and how yoga played a part in my life so that I was just totally fascinated by that book, too. So I think if you found people that uh, you're really interested in or what they do, um, you could really find a memoir very interesting. Yeah, so... Yeah, Jake, have you have you had any that you enjoyed? First, I want to touch base really quick on something that Kathleen said on that. I have been listening to a ton of audiobooks, but it never occurred to me that I should listen to a biography as an audiobook. Um, just because I don't read that many biographies, I've read a couple. Um, but I love that idea of a music artist being able to add in music 
to their yeah. biography. Like that's uh, that's <clears throat> mind blowing to me. I think that's really really yeah. cool. That's a really smart. And idea. she was uh, the um, uh, reader of the book. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? The narrator. The narrator. She was the narrator too. So you just felt like you were sitting down and listening to Brandy tell her whole story to you, and then singing to you as well. <laughs> Got the okay. We we touched. I'm gonna Jake before you answer that question. I want to touch base on that real fast. We touched. We talked about that a few weeks ago on audiobooks mm -hmm. and that conversation on whether the author should read their own. Mm -hmm. I think with a biography, that would work really it well. It does. <laughs> I think it would work so much better. Yep. M, you had your hand raised. You haven't answered the question yet. Well, yeah, I, I, I haven't. I will answer the question. Um, <laughs> He's thinking that's what Are it you is. Postponing? <laughs> I'm not postponing, I promise. <laughs> um honestly, I think one of the so I like I said, I haven't read that many biographies, but one that I did read um with my son actually was uh about John Wayne. Oh. And uh just reading about his life was fascinating. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I've spent a lot of my life around horses and everything, and uh, to have kind of that all-American cowboy story was uh, was really interesting to follow him through Hollywood and then afterwards, so that's it. Uh, on, on, on that John Wayne note, I have to say I've been to his, his birthplace. Ooh, very cool. Because he, he was born in Iowa. Fancy, fancy. I don't know about that. It's just this little, small little house, but okay. Em, go ahead. You had your hand up. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, well, maybe a couple of you uh, would be old enough to remember this, but there was a film back in 1981 called Mommy Dearest. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. Well, I read the book when I was 12, and I, I checked it out from the library because I thought my own mom was the demon from hell. <laughs> well, let's just say Joan Crawford, the book should have been a horror movie. I mean, literally, I am still terrified of wire hangers to this mm -hmm. day. It was absolutely but my mom was so angry that I read it because it was a biography that, you know, Joan couldn't defend herself against her daughter's claims. Right. But we lost you a little bit, Ann. Oh. We lost you a little Yeah. Can you hear me now? Yes. Yep. Yes. I said, um, the daughter, Christina's account of her mother's abuse, it was absolutely terrible. I mean, you can't imagine people actually treating their kids like that. But they were just props to her. Yeah. Right. I mean, literal props. See, and that, I mean, that's I, where, as far as I'm concerned on biographies, like, I, there's a lot of them that deal with some really heavy subject matter. Um for a lot of these these well-known people and sometimes i have a hard time dealing with stuff like that 
Well, I mean, I, I've I'm seen... also a big Kennedy fan, so I've read all the biographies from John F. Kennedy, you know, and Jackie Kennedy Onassis. Mm-hmm. And, you know, those are kind of neat, but I think some of it's fabricated. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think it's... it's. I, I've seen the movie, that movie, um, and it's really good. Um, and I do agree that it's with biographies, especially celebrities and well-known people, there's that public image that we're so used to. Um, so when we get that kind of glimpse into what they're like at home, it's it's tough for us to. It's it's a hard pill to swallow sometimes. Like, oh, that doesn't doesn't match up with the but, perfect face on screen. Right. It's like, oh, and I agree, and I do agree that it's hard. Like when the book. Sh- Joan couldn't defend herself, right? She had no way of doing it at that point. So I, I agree with that. That is a little, that's rough. But if if that's what happened and that's how the daughter interpreted all the events, I mean, again, it's her, how she's viewing it from that childhood, right? So if that makes sense, it probably doesn't. No, but it, in my it's mind, a, it absolutely. <laughs> Everybody's experience is their own and you can't, uh, you can't put it through a different lens because how they experienced right. it is how they experienced it. I mean, just like any of us, how we experienced our childhood would probably differ dramatically from how our parents think we experienced childhood. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, on the biography front, though, I think that one that I would really like to read um, and that I've heard good things about is Betty White's. Oh, I think that would be good. That would I've be a heard good it's one. just super fun, very light. Um, a lot of just a lot of her witty humor in there. Um, and so that would be one that I would really like to read. So, okay. Let's say if you, if you could write a biography on anybody you get like you get to sit down and have an interview with anybody who would it be Ooh, that's a good question al capone al capone why al capone wow why al capone because i've always had a fascination with mobsters (laughs) oh i love that so much i love that love that I, mean, I think I not a monster. There's not a mobster book or movie I haven't read or seen. I have. I just have a fascination with mobsters. Is does Al Capone already have a biography out there? Not that I found. Ooh. But I think his life was so. I mean, I think there's what is the Untouchables. I think that was related to his life, but I don't think they really know enough about his life, to, what he did. Yeah, to really get in there. To do an actual biography. That was kind of from the point of view of the FBI. Right. Brandon, what about you? I, I, I don't know. I think that's a tough one. Um, if I had to pick... Oof, my my gut says H.G. Wells. I don't know why I'm obsessed with him lately. Like, 
you you do have a bit of an obsession, but I do. But I think you'd be. I I don't know. I I really honestly don't know. Because I'm not like I don't know. I, I, you got to come back to me on this one. Okay, Let's skip me. Okay. Move on. We'll skip you. Next person. Um, <laughs> I personally would love to read a biography on Brandon Morehouse. Oh my God! Stop it! No, for stop real. it. It would like I know little bits and pieces, Brandon, and your life is fascinating. It is not fascinating by any. Means. Really, your dating life that's, is not fascinating. My what? your dating life. Stop it. Okay, let's just clear the air on this one. I'm writing it. Let's. I know what he's doing. I'm writing a book where it's all based on my exes. And it's it's based on all the men in my life, right? And they're looking back on it. It's. I don't want to say fascinating. I don't want to say fascinating. It's, it's fascinating. Interesting. It's interesting to look back and be like, that's weird that I've had that happened to me because one is like a drug lord and he's like beat me up and like all it wasn't pretty and then the next one's like italian mob and it's just completely nuts i don't get it i'm like this isn't normal right and jake's like no that's not normal but yeah, it's so, it's so <laughs> um but that being said like i think it'd be pretty cool to say hey brandon right a biography and that would be an autobiography obviously i think and, if I, I i am or kathleen go ahead sorry i keep cutting you off uh no i wasn't gonna say anything oh i thought you said something i i oh i know who i'd want to talk to i know exactly who i'd want to talk to stanley he, Ooh. Created, he created marvel comics and i just i would want to pick his brain like i love that that I can because there was a lot that he did for a lot of like communities like so, yeah I just think that one would be fun so Brandon yes somebody living in your generation that you would like to have an autobiography by but like who I would want to interview or who ooh, what no sorry but that way I would want an auto. I don't know. There's nobody in my generation that stands out where I'm like, I want to know more about them. Because it's, it's harder. I think it's harder in today when we, in the age of social media, because everything's online. We post everything. There's no like kind of secrets and stuff like that. Everyone just kind of posts stuff and we see what's happening and so on and so forth. So it's like, so would you you, you see all this you see this stuff happening in real time so it makes it a biography a autobiography a little bit harder so would you consider social media a version of an autobiography or is that fiction i that's a tough call cuz again we have this like th there's that public persona and we people tend to like clean it up a little bit and like I previously said, the, the real person in the house where there's no cameras and stuff around is not exactly the same person that you have online. Or, I mean, usually. Um, I, I think they're, they're, they're cousins. They would be closely related, but they're not exactly the same thing. 
Because like with okay. the bio- autobiography, little, I feel like you can kind of explain yourself memoirs. a little bit. They're tiny little memoirs. That's a great way to put it. Yeah. Ooh, I, do I love it. Um, now, Brandon, um, we mentioned, and I think it's been in the last like two shows, that uh, we've actually mentioned an autobiography. And it might not be one that you think of right off the top of your head. Ooh, what, I have no idea. The Diary of a Young Girl by Anne, Anne Frank. Anne Frank, the Diary of Anne Frank, yes. So diaries, um, journals, everything like that can be used and put together as an autobiography. That's true. Which I find fascinating. It's not like they sat down and said, I'm going to write the story of my life. Right. Um, for this book. They said, I'm just going to document my life for whatever reason I'm documenting it. And so to me, that's just um, kind of a really cool way to end up with an autobiography where it's not as blatantly obvious that it was right. written as such. What, what I would find interesting is... Say you have a popular character, right? Okay. An established character that everyone's like, we'll say like Harry Potter. Okay. Just for namesake. That might not be a good one. That's a bad example. Um, okay. Pick a different one. It's a character, but uh, Ron Weasley. We'll go with Weasley, right? Okay. Same universe, whatever. But say he's writing a, a journal... And he's like, this is what happened and blah, blah, blah. So you're seeing these events, but you're kind of getting his different perspective on it. Okay. That would be an interesting book. And I think, what did they, who just kind of did something like that? Twilight. Yeah. She just released a book where it was like the Twilight, but it was from... Edward's perspective. Edward's perspective, yes. And I think, I mean, I've never read them, but I think that would be kind of an interesting take on some stories. I mean, it doesn't work for every character, but it does. I think it could work for some. Okay, so here's the question then: Is yeah. writing that character's story considered a biography if they already exist, or is that just another piece of fiction? Well, I think it would be a fictional biography. Okay. Which I really like that term. Sorry, uh, I'm going to coin that term. Um, done. So it's, done, it's, and done. <laughs> done. You hear? You heard it here first. And I think there was something else I mentioned in an, a previous episode where I was like, they're going to do this. I know this is exactly what's going to happen. And then when Jake, you and I were talking about it one day. And I was like, I swear to God, if they do that, I'm going to, I think it was like Star your, Trek. Yeah. It, oh, no, it was Star Wars. But anyways. Um, yeah, it was Star Wars. It was Star Wars. Uh, that I, I think if it were a fictional biography, that, again, would like, if you were to do a fictional biography of Edward all the way through all of his years, like, you have a, you could have a whole book there because he's however many years old, right? Um, yeah. I'm, I'm going to go with, like, Angel from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. A, a fictional biography of that character because then you can get the timeline of all these events and what kind of shaped him into being who he is in that main storyline with Buffy. Okay. I think that would be interesting. Again, 
It doesn't work with every character. It does work with some, though. Okay. I I can get on board with that. Yeah. Um, I'm calling it here first. Fictional biographies. They're, they're going to happen. Biographies. I love it. Um, <laughs> Brandon. Jake. I have another question for you. Of course you do. So, in a biography, is a biography just facts and figures or what makes it what makes a a good biography Ooh, i mean i think it's how they interpret like these events and i think of it like when they're like you're being interviewed anyway and i i i i i go to that pamela anderson interview where she's got this story that she's telling of her life on Netflix. Okay. And she's giving that emotional insight of, well, this was happening and it really bothered me. And it, and it gives you a new depth of her. I think that's what takes it from one level to the next where it's like, Oh, they really didn't like this. And it was against everything that they wanted to do, but they knew they needed to do it. And she was struggling. It's that internal struggle. Okay. Of, here's the challenges I'm having with coming to terms with this, like someone who's coming out, right? Like if someone's coming out, what's the internal struggles that they're dealing with of how they accept themselves and how they learn to process and appreciate who they are. So outwards and the outer world can see that and, and they can learn to appreciate it as well. And then there's that physical struggle of, well, now I'm either, you know, some people might get beat up or, harassed or what have you i think that it, it takes it, it it gives that emotional connection to those facts and stuff that we know of okay events that so, we know of. so basically it's it's way more than facts it's yeah. it's telling a good story right and that's that's harder with some of the older ones because we can't you can't interview anybody but you have to this is what happened and blah 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 okay um, Anyone uh, read the book Spare by Prince Harry? I have not. No, but I've heard it's really good. Yeah, I've heard it's really good. Have you read it, Em? Mm, no, I, I normally like anything, you know, having to do with the royal family, but I can't bring myself to read that. Okay. I'm afraid it's going to divulge too much. Kind of uh, disenchant you in that realm well it's kind of like if you sit too close to the ballet it ruins the illusion mm -hmm. okay i can totally see that yeah i can see that i do i do one of my close friends she read it and she loved it i mean she's a huge royal family fan fan i'm not um but i would be it would be interesting and i feel like it would be an interesting read in fact, I need to put that back on my t my to be read list. <laughs> yeah, put that on your list. <laughs> I'll put that on my list. Add that to the, like the ninety other books that you have on your to be read list. It's not ninety; it's only eighty six. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I will say that I am not always the biggest fan of a lot of the nonfiction books, and biographies kind of fall under that category. Mm -hmm. Um, and 
I need to put some on my list. Like, I feel like that's uh, maybe a genre that is underappreciated. It makes you more well, well-rounded as a writer, right? Yeah, and as a reader. Yeah. I, okay, so let me, let me ask this. You are interviewing whoever you want to interview for an oh. autobiography, okay? For a biography, you mean? Or bi- biography, excuse me. And you, they divulge, like, you learn some things that are not the most flattering for that person. Okay. Upon your research. They don't know that you found this information, right? Okay. Is it your responsibility to tell that truth of that person? Ooh, that's like uh, an ethical issue. Yeah. Um, that's a deep one. <laughs> that, that, is, that is a deep one. Yeah, Jake, how, do you, how are you going to answer that one, Jake? <laughs> Listen here. I don't know why you think that this is so fun to torture me like this. Um, I would say that I think it depends on your take. It's The way that I look at it is it's a lot like documentaries. Documentaries all have a point um, that they're trying to make or try to get, trying to get across. There's no unbiased opinion out there for documentaries. Like if you're watching a documentary on wolves, it's either the documentary is like wolves are great for the environment or it's like wolves are the bane of ranchers existence or something. Uh, there's, there's always a take on it. But, but that's dependent on your perspective. Yes. So, so that would be, that would be the reader interpreting that info and correct me if you, you can disagree if you want, cause I completely disagree with you on this. That would be the reader's perspective to have that knowledge of how the wolves interact in nature versus how they interact with uh, uh, the, the, the uh, ranchers, excuse me. Well, well, that's what I'm saying. Like the documentary itself would have an opinion one way or the other. Like, and but, so, but, you, but by your, the way you're saying it is like, it would have one way or the other, but if you're presenting it in a way that's, here's the truth either way of the wolf right yes it's good in nature but yes it's bad for the rancher and you're just presenting the facts you're you're kind of being unbiased i'm saying if you found out like the wolves are we know like the wolf kills cattle right yeah you as the the presenter of the information do you omit that part so i would say again that depends on the purpose of you making the documentary so i think like i think that if you were to go in i think it goes back to the intention of the creator so like on biographies like you could have a biography that took let's say my example from earlier john wayne Mm -hmm. and said he is this awful person who was a crappy father and was way too into politics and uh, you know lived this this lifestyle that wasn't conducive to the morals that whatever the person writing it says that they should be upheld to right or you can have a a biography that says you know john wayne did the best he could as a dad he was really invested in politics 
and that was a great thing. And, you know, and, and he did so much for other people. Both of those things may be true, but it depends on the take of the person who is presenting the information. Um, and so to me, at least it's, it comes from the intent that you're putting the information out there. Mm, see, I, and I, you, think this is, I think this is kind of the first time you and I have really disagreed on something. I think as a writer, if you're writing a biography about someone, right? Yeah. And you find something that is not flattering for that person. Yeah. It is your obligation to tell that truth. Oh, and I'm not. Will, and it will be up to the reader to interpret it however they want. Now, you can. It's that. Can you. That is separate. a The writer can be unbiased in their opinion and how they're writing it. I think that's as a biographer, that's something. If you're writing a biography you, about someone, that's the world you live in. You have to be, here's, here's kind of like a lawyer. I may not always agree with it, but this is what happened, right? Here's the truth. You, as the jury, have to decide how you want to interpret that. You know what I mean? No, I get what you're saying. Okay. I, th I think that... Uh, I mean, go ahead. I, I was just going to say, I think we will have to agree to disagree on this one. We will have to agree to disagree on that one. <laughs> that was an excellent question, though. Nice that was job. A, that, that was a tough one. That's a. I'm interested if, if I mean I don't think anyone's going to chime in on this one. Like that's a tough one all around. Like writing a biography <laughs> sounds terrifying now. <laughs> right? God, I wouldn't want to write that. No, Jesus. thank you. <laughs> I do think. I do think being the author of biographies or a biography is a labor intensive um, quest uh, with, with passion and love behind it. Because I don't think that I could have taken the, you know, kind of vague interest that I have in John Wayne and gone through all the history and all the photographs and all the movies and everything else that they had to go through to write the biography right. on this man. Like I, uh, the, the amount of research that goes into that is just mind boggling to me and just seems like such a horribly daunting task. And you have to be like time frames. You have to have it down. Everything, every little thing. Someone will find out. Like that's not true. That date's yeah. wrong, right? Yeah. And so, to me, like people that write biographies, kudos, more power to you because you are an incredibly detail-oriented set of writers. I feel like M has something she wants to say. No, I was just going to ask, is the person you're doing the biography on dead or alive? If they're alive, I'm not touching it. Too many okay. lawsuits in your future. Well, <laughs> I, mean, that's, I mean, you could, yeah, I mean, I get that. I, I mean, I still would be like, this is, this is the truth of what happened. Like, if, if you want to sue me over it, 
then you're denying that's what happened. But I have this evidence that backs it up. Uh, I mean, I think your your information would have to be ironclad. You'd have to have somebody to back it up, right? Or else you're going to get sued for slander. I mean, it would have to be like nails in a coffin kind of ironclad. Right. Right. It couldn't and, be a housekeeper who has, you know, something against her former employer or whatever. Right. Now, a lot of biographies, though, are are ones that people have requested be written. Um, that's true of a lot of um, politicians. Um, <laughs> and so I feel like that's kind of a different take on that subject, M, where the the person has actually said, yeah, go ahead and let's let's write this biography. Right. And they get to approve or disapprove anything. And a lot of autobiographies are written by ghostwriters. Like Obama's was written by a ghostwriter. Yeah. Which to me is just that's a whole nother Deep way episode. out. <laughs> that's a whole other episode that we could get we could get into and stuff. I oh, that's a good idea. For that is a good idea. Let's talk ghostwriters. We'll put that on season three list. Yep, put that on season three. Um, Got it. Doing it right now. Um, of the more well known autobiographies, like Benjamin Franklin, I guarantee did not have a ghostwriter. Um, Mark Twain did not have a ghostwriter. Um, so there are those people out there that have written their own, but I feel like more and more it is becoming the standard in the industry, especially for politicians or people, um, a lot of actors and things like that, where they do have ghostwriters because they're not necessarily a talented writer, right? Uh, but they, they would like to get their story out there. Well, and I think it's, they might not have that as we all know here, Writing to, is a skill. It takes time and it takes practice to do it. And I think it, it, it's hard for someone who is in the mainstream limelight, right? How do you make that time? Well, I'm just going to hire somebody to do it. Let them do all that heavy lifting. I think that plays into it as well. Yeah, absolutely. I think that uh, the, uh, I would, I would, I'd be totally fine with somebody writing my own biography, you know, just give them some bullet points and let them take the reins and yeah. run with it. Yeah. Um, that being said, though, obviously, as an author, I would re much rather do my own. Um, I, I would want someone to, like, I'm going to hire you to do it. You just take care of it. I don't want to worry about it. Send me the final product and I'll prove it. Once I win this $1.75 trillion tonight... That's what's going to happen. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I'm manifesting it. It's going to happen. <laughs> so, and then I'm going to, and then I'm going to open up my own publishing company. Perfect. <laughs> I will be the, I will be the first one on your doorstep. Uh, sure. Yeah. Anyways, Rude. Uh... <laughs> Do not even give me a break. You've already got an agent. Why do you need to go through me? Well, because you're you're saying you're saying that you're the publisher, a publisher and an agent are two very different things. Well, my thinking is it wouldn't it would just be like a group of writers each writing their own story, and then we publish it through there. So we don't even really like have agents. 
So okay. like you and I, like we would have, like we would name the business the writer's block and we would just push out our own books that we've written. And then when we're big enough, like we would pick up M and then we'd pick up Kathleen and all four of us would just do writing. That's all we, we just write books. Okay. Okay. And then we just publish them. Well, this sounds like a brilliant idea. Honestly, I think I could get behind this. That's what my thinking is on that one. I think it's a brilliant idea, but it's like a movie company making its own movies. It's a publishing company making its own books. We could do that. Absolutely. We could do that. So let's manifest this. Well, yeah. I maybe that's where, that maybe that's so where this show is headed manifest. eventually. Like, <laughs> um, I think that, okay. So here's another question. Sure. Brandon, for you. Okay. Um, this is one that I cheated and I looked up earlier. Oh, that's funny. But it was so fascinating to me. Um, does a biography have to be about a person? Uh, no. Okay. You could have a biography about uh, Seabiscuit. Is it? Is that right? Seabiscuit's a yeah. Seabiscuit. The horse, like a horse. Yes. Or like Mr. Ed. Like, you could have a biography about that horse's life. Awesome. I feel uh, like you could. You you absolutely can. And, okay. and um, the other one that I really found interesting was they did an entire biography on the mathematical... What? No, I was going to say, if you say the dog from Frasier, I'm going to lose my shit. Go no. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was going to say, they did an entire um, biography on the mathematical equation that Einstein came up with of of the simple version as E equals MC squared. Would that be an, bio, wait, a biography on that? Or would that be like a memoir? Well, it's it's a biography because they went through the entire life cycle of how they, how that uh, equation came into being. Okay. I found it interesting too, but they, it was, it I was, didn't say, uh, I don't know why you said too, because I hadn't, I didn't say I found it interesting. Oh, rude. <laughs> I I'm more it, shocked you didn't make a comment about like, I'm surprised. Thank you, Em. <laughs> Here's the thing. I, he's trying. I <laughs> I found it fascinating personally because it's something that I hadn't considered in the realm of biographies. Um, which, speaking of, I actually can add another biography because I didn't even think of Seabiscuit. I've read that one. There you it's go. It's a really good one. You didn't think I knew that one, did you? No. That one, I bet you're like, what? Where did this come from? I'm impressed, honestly, you know? You're welcome. I know. I'm impressive. You are impressive. <laughs> okay, so if you could do a biography on... So how do you do a biography on, like, an animal? I mean, we're quickly running out of time here. We have five minutes left, so... Yeah. No, no, no. So, so basically, especially for, like, a, a famous horse like Seabiscuit, you have all of the stats and facts and all of the people that were involved in Seabiscuit's upbringing and rise to glory and so we basically have taken the entire life of an animal and attributed um 
all of these facts and these eyewitness accounts to this animal's life story. So you're taking um, the animal and basically applying everything that you would to a standard biography. But I feel, I feel like an animal one would be a little bit more dry than like a person one. Well, I think that all depends on how it's done. I think Seabiscuit was done beautifully because they were able to take so many um, candid stories and things from the people involved in Seabiscuit's life. Oh, okay. So because they were able to take, you know, um, stories from the trainer and the jockey and the owner um, the bre- the original breeder and things like that. You like you ended up with this really well rounded, fleshed out image and, and and picture and and story of this horse. I thought I thought it was beautifully well done, and um, the movie's good too. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. I mean, you could do a you could do a fictional biography on like Seabiscuit, where he's like telling. He's, you know, telling his story. You can well, watch it. That's kind of like a Black Beauty. It's what? Black Beauty? Black Beauty, yeah. Is, oh, is, is that... kind of, is told from the horse's perspective. Yeah, okay. I was, okay. We're on horses. I'm not a bit like, we're on a horse. Welcome to Horse Talk, nay, with Jake and Brandon. Hey. <laughs> Stop. Stop it. Let's... The eye can be funny, too. Oh Every once God. in a while. I'll give you that one. That one's pretty good. This is why yeah, I okay, miss good. you guys. Uh, <laughs> I'm glad that you missed us. We missed so you. ridiculous. So oh, ridiculous. God. That was a great discussion. So, yeah. All right. And on that note, Jake, I think we're out of time. I know. That so, quick, Brandon, quick hour. Where, where can people uh, listen to this? You can Lovely. listen to us on Podbeam, Spotify, iHeartRadio, anywhere you stream a podcast from. Perfect. And uh, what should they do when they do stream that? Make sure to like and comment us. And don't forget to follow so you get notifications when there's a new episode that's been dropped. We drop weekly Wednesday nights. Awesome. Yes. Jake, do you know what we're talking about next week? Um. Nope, sure doesn't. Okay, so my ADD kind of got the best of me, and so I did look at it, but I don't remember. Uh, so next week it's pushing the boundaries. Like, how is how an author can push the boundaries, and what is there a too far in a story? Week after that, we're gonna be talking horror, Halloween, all things thriller, and kind of scary. And then on in November, the first week of November, very first day, we're going to be talking support, how we support authors. Love it. Yes. So make sure to, to clear your calendars, settle down with some popcorn or whatever, and just join in on the chat. It sounds like a marvelous time. Sounds like a great time. All right. Thank you, everyone, for joining us this week. We will talk to you next week. Good night. We appreciate you all so much. Thank you, everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye.